Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. such a special treat we have a little special treat for you for spooky season so as you've probably heard us talk about or as you've seen on our social media yes uh, we're lucky enough to partner with in search of darkness i'm so stoked about this for their new documentary all about 90s horror you had me a documentary you had me at 90s i don't know why i laughed like that (laughs) i felt like i needed a cigar (laughs) and a mustache That was a mustache laugh. I was thinking blankie and a bowl of popcorn. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) So if you don't know, In Search of Darkness is an independent documentary series that kicked off with an extensive look at 80s horror. This was a few years ago. Me and Laura and Fact Check Jake gobbled it up. Loved it. Seriously, if you like details and you like documentaries, go and check that out. Yes. That one kicked so much ass that now they're going to look at the 90s and they're starting with years 90 to 94. Yes. I'm so fucking excited because if you're new here, I love the 90s. I was born in 93. That's all I have to say about it. I love <laughs> and the rest is history. I rest my case. <laughs> I love the 90s. Yeah. I do think it's a really special time in film and pop culture in general, yes. but especially horror. And I feel like oh it my gets gosh. left out of the conversation a lot. Yeah. And just like looking back at all of the things that came out in the 90s, it's You're like, like oh my gosh. there were some really heavy, heavy hitters. Yeah. So In Search of Darknesses, In Search of Darkness Eyes. the community manager for in search of darkness tori potenza uh, reached out to us and they were like hey can i come and talk about horror with you and we were like uh fuck yeah absolutely absolutely so they are the community manager like i said so we've been talking with them this whole time they're lovely they also uh are a film writer love it you can go and read you know she's got a lot of cool articles and if you like horror go read her stuff yeah super talented so we sat down with tori we talked about 90s horror and their writing and a little stephen king talk so we hope you enjoy yes Uh, go check them out check out the 90s documentary we'll have the links to everything uh enjoy yourself a copy get yourself a copy yeah Yeah. there's a lot of cool add-ons uh Mm. tori will mention in the chat so yeah definitely go and check that out yes and you know line up a 90s movie marathon we mentioned a lot of good movies in our talk with tori so there's definitely like a list you can gather get your pen and paper uh so enjoy the chat friends yes ttfn Hi. Hi. How are you? Very nice to like finally like see you face to face. Sam, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. We're doing good. You're busy. Where you're at New York Con? Uh, so I, I wish I could have gone to con cause there was some really cool horror stuff going yeah, on there yeah, too, there but, uh, I'm at Brooklyn horror fest actually. Mm. Um, so last year I came for the first time. It was like my first in-person fest since COVID and it was uh, amazing. And this yeah. year is even better. So yeah, <laughs> nice. oh, that's awesome. yeah we'll have yeah. to check that out. Yeah. And thank you all for like, you know, 
helping yeah. support the project. Sure. And yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah, any we're chance, super excited. Yeah, any chance to talk about the 90s, I will take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. As soon as I saw 90s, I was like, yes, absolutely. I'm there. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> Are you like a 90s kid too? I, yeah, yeah, I was born in 93. Yeah, I feel like yeah. we got all the good stuff in yeah. the, like, the late 90s, early 2000s is especially my favorite. But this caused me to like look at the early 90s and I was yeah. like, wait a minute, there was a yeah, lot of good, good stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. a lot of our favorite. Yeah, there's some gems and there's like I'm discovering so much still, which is just so much fun. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I'm enjoying seeing everyone's posts because I'm like, oh, another movie to add to the list. Like, this is so exciting. And I love some of those real deep dives, you know, some of the the obscure stuff. Those are my favorite. Yeah, me too. And especially like there's so much like direct to video or stuff. And like once you get in there, you're like, there's just endless options. Cheese tastic. Cheese tastic. Yeah. Cheese is high, yes. Well, do you want yeah. to tell everyone your name? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm Tori Potenza. Uh, I, um, I'm i here, like at least for this, because uh, I'm the yeah. community manager and associate producer on In Search of Darkness uh, 90 uh, yes. to 94. So we're doing a nice. two-part series, uh, one on the early 90s and one uh, on like the later half, um, yeah. which will be very robust too, I'm sure. Oh my but gosh, uh, I cannot but yeah, on top wait. of that, I'm a, I'm a film critic, a video essayist, and uh, I, I write a lot of weird stuff about horror. So oh, wow. I know. I love it. I've yeah. been deep diving. I'm like, yeah. oh, there's so much to see. Yeah. yeah so you so wear exciting. many hats mm-hmm. is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, I think kind of good for me. I feel like it keeps things interesting. If I'm yeah. wearing the like, same a lot way. of different yeah. areas. We're the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I think it just goes with the creative mindset. You know, you always have to be, have your hand in something. Right. Right. Yeah. It makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah for sure. So tell me about creator VC. Like what is there? I know they kind of do things in an interesting way that I think is an important way like how they make their movies I mean it's all like you know it's all like for the fans which is something that I think is really amazing and important um yeah I mean I I just came on for the 90s project but they've uh did a three-part series on the 80s which is really incredible Um, they have uh, In Search of Tomorrow, which is on 80s sci-fi. They just Ooh, did yes. uh, Aliens Expanded. So just like tons of great like deep dive documentaries. Oh, and, yes. you know, people love the 80s series and it makes sense because yeah. um, it's so detailed and yes, there's say, us so included, much. Yeah, yeah so much. If you love details and you like to get into like the nitty gritty, which I'm speaking I her language. A She's a Virgo. Yeah, what's your astrology sign yeah oh uh so i i'm like a i'm like right on the cusp of Libra okay. scorpio my birthday oh, is october 23rd so, i like that cusp. Uh, yeah. okay. that's a good that's cusp. a good cusp yeah, yeah. i'm an aquarius yeah. yeah i'm the weird one over here it's yeah. fine yeah <laughs> do you know your big three bonus points for that uh yes so uh yeah luckily i did a birth chart a couple years ago wow. uh, so uh yeah, like Scorpio, Libra, I was also born mm-hmm. overseas, so that like messes mm-hmm. with everything oh, okay. too. Um, yeah. And then my moon is uh, Sagittarius and nice. I'm a Virgo rising. Oh, Ooh. there you go. Yeah. I love, love the Sagittarius that. moon. Anyone who has a Sag placement in the big three, I'm instantly like, oh, yeah. let's yeah. be pals. Okay. So yeah, that's a good place. Yeah. yeah, it's just so, yeah, they're just so fun loving and they just want to know information and they just enjoy talking to people. I love it. Yeah, so it makes sense you're in this yeah. position yeah. then, right? And that you're a writer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that I think that's the thing, too, is like, I feel like I'm more of like a jack of all trades. Like, I know yeah. a little bit about a lot of things, which yeah. I kind of like. Say that um, all the time. I come from a, a history background. 
around. And so I just love like oh, yeah. researching and deep diving on just yeah. like whatever weird topic. I'm you did say yeah. Virgo. I was going to say that's <laughs> the Virgo in there. You did. Yeah. I also love to research. I find I know, it, right? you know, yeah. very satisfying. So that eighties documentary, when I saw it was like four hours long, I was like, yes, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Definitely for the movie nerds. <laughs> I love that. I'm also learning so much about like my sign for me, from you all. I'm like, Oh, this is some stuff I like. I'm terrible at like remembering yeah. just details. Yeah. Like, thank We're you. those people that will bring astrology up. It will get annoyed. We just have to do it. We just yeah, have I to mean, all let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when you're like cool, witchy ladies, that's just right. what happens. Yeah. We just, you know, we can instantly learn from each other. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Okay. So the nineties documentary, is it going to be like, as you said, it's going to be as robust because the eighties one was like, was it like four hours long? Well, I think so. It's three parts and right. I think they're all around that runtime. So, so it's, oh, it's, there's oh a my lot. Gosh. There's, there's a, a lot. lot going on. I remember being lost in it for like weeks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, it really was. So is the nineties going to be as, you know, as thick? I think it's going <laughs> to be pretty thick. similar, but I, the, I think only a two parter, um, okay. but you know, I think like eighties, it kind of makes sense because like eighties, there's just a lot of like, you know, this is like new and interesting and really setting like some standards and nineties is like a little bit more amorphous and there's like a, like a lot more details. Like we've been talking about it as this like lost decade of horror. Um, And it's like, you know, there's a lot of like rebranding horror movies as thrillers. There's like, you know, like we said, made for TV stuff. There's like all of this, um, like growing up in the nineties, like as a kid, I never really, I never thought I liked horror, but because I'm like a Halloween birthday person, I liked creepy stuff. Okay. Yeah. Kind of just means I like gateway horror You're right stuff that there. was available. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The nineties, you had all of those horror TV shows too. Cause we yes. just talked about goosebumps this last yeah. week. And then you had, are you afraid of the dark and twin peaks and the X-Files yeah. came in. I mean, you really yeah. had a lot in that genre. Yeah. And then oh, of and course, that scared the crap out of me too. Like I would hear yeah. the goosebumps theme or right? like, the, are you afraid of the dark theme? And <laughs> yeah. I'd like run out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we were just talking about the haunted mask and I still I'm like I don't want to watch it like it still creeps me out no thank you I'm good I, yeah. I would see the book covers for goosebumps and be like yeah. oh that's too scary you're right? like exactly. stunning but then you're like oh wait yeah. those are kind of creepy yeah they are stunning and captivating but then they transport you to the series right which is like scary it's so scary yeah yeah and so fun like re-watching them now as an adult I'm like oh this is like so like cheesy and like gonna perfectly say, 90s you can totally giggle <laughs> yeah. at it but it still does kind of get you a little yeah. bit especially yeah. that doll one too i mean there's a lot of creepy ones yeah no yeah so and uh, do- i don't know if you got into there was like a more of a niche one and whenever people talk about it, i'm like yes you got it uh so weird it was a yes. disney show oh my gosh so yeah weird. yeah we covered that on the podcast a few years ago because mm-hmm. i was like no one seems to know this show and then i saw it was on some you know app and i just like yeah. binged it and i was like oh my gosh it was so good so good yeah, yeah it's weren't so they, like fun. rock stars or something on tour Yes. Which is kind of like the dream. I'm like, oh, you're just like touring with your cool like like, mom and like investigating paranormal stuff. I was like, that's that's a job I could get. It's us, except we are not rock stars. We cannot sing. I mean, I I think you you all like have like this amazing background stuff. I'm like, I don't know. You kind of seem like rock stars. Yeah. Tom Savini is here, you know, always. I Uh, I mean, the patron saying, honestly, we do need like a prayer candle with his face on it. That oh would my gosh. 
Oh my gosh, should I make one? Okay. No, okay. You should, I think that would sell. I have Honestly? like an Edgar Allan Poe one and I just okay. saw a John Waters one the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, you know what? Let's get it going. Let's get it going. Yeah. So yeah. why do you think like all of these came to be in the 90s? Like why do you think the 90s was so important in horror? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because there is some stuff that I think you could argue is like, um, I don't know, like kind of old hat. Like you have directors yeah. trying to like continue some of the things that are happening in the 80s but um you know there there's also just like a lot of like political and interesting like social history too like um i might totally ruin her name but i believe it's like karina lawnhorn she does the like um uh you must remember this podcast and she's doing a deep dive into the erotic 90s right now and what i love about that is how she talks sex politics and how that really Uh, translates to all of these like sexy erotic movies that you know it it seems like that's like oh that's like pretty progressive and cool but actually a lot of it is like some conservative kind of backlash and even just this like you know new wave feminism stuff and yeah. they were like oh these like modern like women um, right, right. All femme fatales so yes. right there you go yeah so then it just kind of slipped in yeah the and then there's yeah. um you know you have stuff like uh death by temptation which i think kind of it, like not it's not fully about it but it does get into like the effects of reaganomics and then uh okay. candy man and gentrification yeah. so it just like some really great, great like social issues that are yeah. coming out of the 90s i was gonna yeah. say yeah horror has always been just like a great and sci-fi i do love right. sci-fi yeah, right. for the for, for the political commentary Correct. talks yeah. Yeah. yeah and i guess you do candy man was i love candy man so, so much good. oh that's such yeah. a great one what did you did you watch the the reimagining is it considered a remake that did you like it uh i did really like okay. it and i guess it's like kind of a sequel okay that's what i'm always wondering i yeah. i did like it i'm such like a purist when yeah. it comes, i am so hard to win over with a remake i'm with stuck remake, in the yeah. 90s i'm like take she me back stuck in the 90s take me back to the 90s and i mean she, fair there's so right. many remakes now <laughs> right so many i can't yeah, keep right. up and as you often point out i i must have been vacant i think it's interesting now that you're a mom because yeah. you're like so much of this just flies by so right. when they were little in the 90s i'm like you, you know, were in you the were, throes of new the, parenthood that's right yeah. you know so um, she, she often like says, doesn't remember 90s pop culture <laughs> I'll be like, yeah. you know, Britney Spears. And she's like, who's that? No, and I'm do. like, what? <laughs> no. It's like, where were you for all of the 90s? There's like a, like, I thought my parents just weren't into a lot of that stuff. Like, they let yeah. me watch, like, the creepy things. But, like, right. you know, it was, like, a lot of, like, you know, I remember my mom, like, when watching um, Jurassic Park, she would, like, yeah. cover my eyes when, like, oh my the guy gets eaten off the toilet. She was just like, nope, you can't watch that. Um but then getting older and talking to my mom, like, especially like once I really got into horror and right. I bring up like all of these movies I love, like David Cronenberg is one of my big ones. Yeah, and she's nice. like, oh yeah, your dad and I saw that at the drive-in. And she like, yeah. will always mention stuff like That's that. So- I'm like, y'all were so cool. Why didn't you <laughs> like, tell me this earlier? <laughs> They're just trying to hide it from you. Um, yeah, I, I know. You told me I couldn't watch the Lost Boys. And yeah. I have like a very vivid memory of me sneaking down the steps, like peering, peering. over and just watching it. And that's yeah. like being and that's in love. favorite movie of all yeah, time. But you yeah. did try to shield so me good. from it too. It didn't yeah, work. It didn't work. It didn't work. It just made her want to watch it more. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many of them, because I think I missed out on a lot of those too, because I like wasn't watching a lot of horror. And so I kind of right. came to it late. But some of that yeah. for people growing up in the 90s, as we're doing like the fan like surveys 
stories and stuff like, yeah, right. was really foundational to like their taste and yeah you know, right. as we're emerging as like you know millennial like horror mm-hmm. fans and stuff yeah. and the 90s is right. definitely back anytime i go to target i'm seeing outfits oh, yeah. that i wore in like grade schools so. oh, oh my I gosh know, like, yeah. i'm seeing all of like the the butterfly clips the and the, the look is coming it, back uh, it is yeah. isn't it you know what it never left <laughs> no <laughs> it never <laughs> left it never left um yeah because we were just talking about goosebumps and i was talking about how like you know they were always at the scholastic book fairs mm-hmm. and it got yeah. kids excited about reading and i do think that that was part of my foundation of like oh i love spooky shit spooky and things. then you just kind of mm-hmm. start rolling yeah. in yeah. yeah, and then right. you yeah, and yeah, then you so like true. yeah, yeah, and then you just like hone in on what your style what is. Your, yeah. yeah, yeah. So what's your and favorite? it was great cartoons too. Like oh I because I, I didn't watch a lot of like like Goosebumps was too scary for me and <laughs> Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> right. But like I really loved um, like Courage the Cowardly Dog oh and my gosh, Monsters. Like yeah. and those have episodes that I still think are really effectively creepy. Courage the Cowardly so cool. Dog is so underrated. Yeah. Like that has such a creep factor. It's so surreal. Yes. Talk about like kind of Cronenberg-esque. Like it was doing something very different. I think Courage the Cowardly Dog is scarier than Goosebumps. <laughs> I'm I'm now, I, now I want to rewatch and be like, ooh, let's dive into yeah, all right? the weird stuff. In this yeah. Oh, I know. I am going to go on a binge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, so speaking of 90s, we're kind of going into like a Stephen King week mm-hmm. yeah. on our podcast just because we noticed, you know, obviously he has a lot of movie, big yeah. movies that came out in the 90s. Yeah. We're talking It mainly mm-hmm. and then Misery, which yes. I am like not. I've never seen Misery. I'm about to watch it for the first ooh. time. Yeah. Uh, is that wild? Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's going to be, yeah. it's, it's a lot. It's, it's weird too, because I learned a lot about like these movies from, um, like the VH1 had like, I love the eighties and nineties. Oh my gosh. Yes. I miss those so much. Oh my gosh. Great. They were so and, great. Yeah. And you learned so much. And so really like, did. that was one of, like, I remember misery. Like I mostly knew just as like those few like clips that they show of like the real, like foundational moments that you're like, Oh, that's oh so my gosh. disturbing. Terrifying. Right. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. so, it's like, it's weird and fun. It is like terrifying and creepy, but there is just like kind of a sick sense of humor to that movie that I really appreciate. I was going to say, Kathy Bates is just kind of, is she like oddly silly? Like she, when, I, she's yeah. not trying to yes. be, but I feel like she just, it's just, just the way little, she carries herself yes, for sure. Yeah. She makes me laugh. Yeah. So I don't know if you know the movie Angus. What, did that come out in the 90s? I think so. It's like Early. James Vanderbeek is in it. It's like a very obscure Ooh. movie, but yeah. Kathy Bates was in it and she played the mom. And that, when I was little, that was your favorite movie. That's all I knew Kathy Bates as. Like, I didn't know Kathy Aww. Bates was like, you know, I just knew her as the, the mom in this yeah. really obscure movie. So when I saw her in the clips of Misery, I was like, I don't want to see her being that. <laughs> like, she kind of creeped me out. I was like, no, she's going to ruin my like favorite character. So I just uh, didn't watch it. Yeah. I mean, she's so good for playing like a lot of those different roles, too. Like yeah. another 90s one that I recently discovered that I love is the uh, Diablo Leaf remake with Sharon Stone okay, her, and the, Isabella Johnny. So it's just okay. like... Amazing group Stella of women, Cass. and yeah. she's like the detective character in it, oh, cool. and is really nice. good at just being that like kind of like suspicious and like yeah. investigative kind of thing. And so yeah. I just like love how diverse she is. And I was roles. gonna say she really can, because then she yeah. can nail a comedy role, like a full oh, yeah, comedy role absolutely. too. But she can be so scary. Yeah, and I think we kind of covered this last week. Um, but that's the scariest type of horror for me personally mm. are things that 
can happen in real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and she kind of nails like that misery, every day. Oh, that's yeah. a totally plausible, you know. Yeah. Concept. Yeah, and it is. <laughs> yeah. I was like going through it in my head. I'm like, yeah, yeah super crazy fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. So why do you think Stephen King's like his villains specifically? I know in the documentary, it seems like villains are going to be a big topic. So why yeah. do you think his villains seem to like stand out so Iconic. much? Iconic. Yeah. Staying power. I'm, yeah. It's interesting because like, I mean. I wish I knew off the top of my head how many books Stephen King has written. I'm sure it's an oh insane number probably. that is even crazier than I probably am imagining. I know. Um, I didn't start my research yet. I'm yeah. about to start, but I imagine and it's they're always a like a thick as a encyclopedia. Well, the, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm going to try to read, you know, one of his books for our episode this week. And I look at them all. I'm like, who's got the time? I don't know. Not me. <laughs> Cliff Notes. <laughs> Cliff Notes, right? I have an old, like my mom gave me like her old, like hardcover of The Stand. And I was like, I'll watch yes. that. And it's like, it's or read it's, that. And it's like a dictionary size. It's, massive. it's yes. massive. I think we have an old copy of Christine. Okay, that one like, seems a little ooh, similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. And, and you lot- can like burn through them. Like my first okay. Stephen King was Salem's Lot. And I, I remember like, being yeah. so into it that okay. I just like, I like immediately was like, I got to finish this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. yeah. And that one specifically is probably one of my favorites, but also the David Soul, you know, movie. She loves Still this. terrifies <laughs> me. Still terrifies me. I still need to see that and I'm excited to finally watch oh it. Oh my gosh. Oh, I it's think terrifying. you'll like it. Well, that's interesting you bring that up because that was a mini series. Yes. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So that leads me to it because we are television, so, right? Yeah. Well, because I think Pennywise and like, you know, specifically Tim Curry's yes. Pennywise and that mini series is one of the scariest things. Yes. And we asked our listeners what their favorite 90s horror movie was and it won. Yeah. yeah. And so I was wondering if the mini series format made for kind of like a creepier it was like so Mm. drawn out there's something about the pace yeah of that yeah of that specific movie that just builds the suspense and i and then same with salem's lot yeah that's true that is absolutely true yeah and i think like i think a lot of stephen king projects kind of benefit from that too because he does have like i think he is so popular and so adaptable because like even when his stories get really fantastical because I think that's like an interesting combination too. Like misery feels really realistic, yeah, it, right. not so much. Um, right. But you know what? They like had me some, until the end. No, <laughs> yeah, but there's some like really great, compelling like character drama and yeah. some stuff that just really speaks to some like really universal fears. Um, yeah, in it too. Like especially if you were a kid growing up in the '90s, sure. like mm-hmm. the idea of this creepy clown that is like stealing children and it gets crazier from there but like there there was a serial killer that did that so like this doesn't even have yeah it was Um, playing off of a very real fear and around the same time i think you know it was like around the same yeah time period it was a really good time to you know amp up the clown creepiness because it was already getting creepy right (laughs) well it's funny like like when you hear i think like when you talk about like john wayne gacy and stuff it's like oh well like you know the clown like thing was a good way for him to like get access to chill and i'm like right. really because like i grew up where it was like where no was scary. Terrifying. Because, yes. of, because, because of this which is so right. interesting to think about because they weren't really seen as creepy before that no, because yeah. when i was a kid clowns were yeah. 
embraced, you know, mm. children loved clowns. They meant fun. They meant party time. You had clowns at your children's party. You went to the circus and you saw the clowns and they brought the entertainment. See, they like brought the lightheartedness. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. And then I think this movie came in and was like right terrifying. Of John Wayne Gacy. And what was terrifying is that, I mean, yes, throughout the movie, you had him look a little horrific, but most of the time he looked just, just like, like an clown. everyday clown. That's interesting. Yeah. Which and kind of sucked just the children in. So versatile and oh so gosh, iconic. Yeah. Like we love yeah. his roles too. Um, and yeah. really is just like, like I was, I had put it on the other night when I came home from the fest and, yeah. and I was like, Oh, maybe I'll just fall asleep to it. And I ended up watching the whole thing. Right. Yeah, you and get there sucked were, in. There were times like I wasn't even like looking at the screen, but just hearing him doing the voice like oh really gets under your skin it and really, like stays there. It yeah. really does. And then you couple that with like his facial expressions too. It's just really terrifying. Well, yeah. And then he brings in that bits of humor. Yeah. And yeah. so you're like, okay, I know this is going to be scary, but then you're kind of like, but maybe he's nice because he's being funny and he's like yeah. trying to be embraceive of the, of the kids. And then you're like, so maybe he's not so bad. And then, well, you know, yeah. the teeth come out well, then, or whatever. And it's, at the start, you're like, I know it's Tim Curry under there and we love Tim Curry and he's, you yeah. know, and then yeah. he can't scare me kind of. Right. And then you're like, you kind of start to forget that it's Tim Curry. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the thing with horror too, is like a lot of really effective horror like weaponizes the things that make you feel like comfy and safe They're trying yeah. to make you where feel, you're like oh yeah. these are good yeah <laughs> right. yeah I think it really does embody that really well right. because it was coming like you said right off of the John Wayne Gacy and so right. it was seeing that flip and they really just were like we're gonna make right. you even more scared of this thing right. that used to be soft and sweet and cute yeah. you know yeah. and again and like now they're forever terrifying like no clowns forever. are coming back the other way yeah, yeah absolutely like when we go to haunted houses and stuff I will avoid the clown themed one like I am just Always. not into yeah. it it yeah. really is probably one of my like tropes that gets under my yeah. skin my oh. mom has one of those like animatronic like uh, oh, the no. new Pennywise from the Ooh, movies yeah. and Yikes. he got it was like look at it this like amazing <laughs> Halloween decoration and I was like I hate that you have this yeah. in your house why would you this is not comforting. Get it out. This is not comforting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, and I think that's the other thing that really makes this terrifying is that if you go back and think of the technology at the time, it was a mini series. So it was yeah. two nights. Uh -huh. You had to be there. It wasn't like we could just pick it up and watch it anytime we okay. wanted, like we can now. Uh -huh. You had to be in front of the television. That does add to it, or it you, did in yeah, the nineties. You had when to you sit had through to, yeah. the commercials, and so you were like on the edge of, the, mm -hmm. of your seat. And then talk about a stellar cast on both sides i love yeah. the cast wow. of it and amazing performances like the the drama with everyone is just like there's like just a lot of really sad elements and i think there that's are. another element of stephen yeah. king too is that like the drama and the, mm -hmm. the like real human emotion is usually yeah. there and it gets Plays really on your dark. heart yeah right. and so that really is like with the especially like when uh oh, i forget the the character's name but uh the one who does not come back uh i, uh, yes. I every time 
Yeah. I'm like, this is still so hard to watch. Absolutely crushed. Well, they get me right Eddie off spaghetti. the bat with Eddie spaghetti. They get me. Oh yeah. Rest oh. in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> they get me right off the bat with Georgie. Like that little kid. Oh my gosh. Adorable. Instantly. I'm like, oh the my gosh. Kid I know what's about to happen, but like, it yes. just still crushes me every time. You kind of are instantly like you buy into the characters. Sure. Yeah. I guess partially because of how they were written, but then just the cast was just sure. spot on. Such a taboo thing too to just be like right off the bat like oh we're gonna kill some kids you're like yeah oh. done with the okay. making you think that you're safe because you're like no they're yeah, not and the gonna... little girl on the bicycle yeah, yeah they yes. kind of just went yeah. for it and her name was Lori, and i'm always like oh my gosh Lori, <laughs> which is that's me <laughs> that is you know? you. yeah as a kid were yeah. you yeah oh. But when you look at right now, know, right? <laughs> exactly. Ew. But when you look at the adults, when you look at like Harry Anderson and John Ritter, who were comedic actors mm, known yeah. for their comedy, and then you're bringing them into this serious dramatic horror role, and you I weren't totally expecting it. weren't expecting it, but I totally bought it. You know, yes, yeah. like Seth Green. Yes, Seth I feel. Green. I feel like a lot of comedians and comedic actors just are great in horror. Like yeah, if you really like know are. how to use them. Yeah, and they. Spe- I, yeah. I mean, like every time I see John Ritter too, I'm like, oh, because oh I remember. Being in Buffy, like he's in a really like like memorable yes. episode of Buffy too. Yes, so he's, I was yeah. gonna he's say like that. And he was in that show when we were young. What was it? It was like a well, sitcom. I mean, I oh, know yeah. him from Three is Company, obviously. Okay. Uh, no, this and R.I.P. Was... Suzanne Summers just passed away. Oh, so I that's know. what. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I know him from. Okay, he but was he, in a different one that was like I don't know was, that he was filming when he passed away. Yes, yes. And I remember that. His, a yeah, it was like I don't know, like something about dating my daughter. I don't know, like something about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I knew him from that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like everyone loved John Ritter. Everybody loved John Ritter. Yeah. Harry yeah. Anderson, of course, passed away again. He was well-loved. And Jonathan Brandis, you know, died yeah. at a very young age. You know so. what? Watching Jonathan Brandis and it is very heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. Because what, I mean, when you look at these kids and their scope of acting at mm-hmm. such a young age, yeah. Um, the girl that plays the girl that plays the young girl, Bev. she Bev, yeah. Bev, yes, yeah. she's she's in Supernatural. I wish she really. I think she oh. plays Becky. She's the one that is always know. in love with Sam. Lore will tell you what actor was in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a Virgo, it's a Virgo trait. <laughs> if you want I mean, to know, I can, she will I can tell do that. You. I can't remember anyone's names, but yeah. I know what I saw them in. <laughs> exactly right. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh um, my gosh. And yeah, the what what was it? Eddie Spaghetti. Like he. Yeah. Uh, he's in the thing too, which I always forget. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 Ooh, and also kind one. of like a sad like figure in that. So I'm always uh, yeah. like, oh, dude, I know. <laughs> Dang, yeah. Why are you so why sad? You, I know. Okay. The, the thing still creeps me out too. Oh Speaking of, that is one that will always just ooh scare yeah. the crap out of yeah, me. John that was Carpenter's one of the, the ones thing? that got yeah. me into horror. Like the thing. I saw that, and I was yeah. like, I didn't know that like horror could make me feel like this. Yes. I like it. It's a very yeah. visceral movie, but you don't want to look away the effects in that movie are so wild oh my like gosh. just yeah. like nothing i had ever seen before and i was like yes yeah. this is fun yeah. well, that's, yeah. the, that's the thing because on the podcast we talk a lot about she's the sci-fi girl and yeah. sci-fi is not my thing but two of my favorite mm-hmm. horror movies are the thing and they live and they're both john carpenter yep. so and very sci-fi lore and very sci-fi i think you might yeah. like sci-fi do you think no. <laughs> Just there is such minute. a good crossover. Like when you get into like sci-fi horror, like yeah. there's some great stuff that just like mm-hmm. lives in that like middle ground. Even like yeah, your stuff, is. like Annihilation, I think yeah. is really great. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh. Good stuff. Yeah, well, you as a Cronenberg fan, I haven't yeah. been able to. She is, you haven't really come over to the Cronenberg no, side yet, no. have you? He's a lot of body horror, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
yeah. looks like it I, turns my stomach. It does flip flops. It scares you. Yeah, it, it really do, does. It does what it is yeah. supposed yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why I stayed. I shied away from him for a while because yeah. I, I was like, oh, I, I, I'm getting into horror, but he seems like the one that's too He's much. Very horror. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It's like yeah. too goopy. Like I remember seeing like clips of the fly and stuff, and being yes. like, why would I yeah. watch this? And yes. the fly is like one of the greatest yeah. like horror oh, love I do the like fly. that one. And you do yeah. love the fly because yeah. Jeff, you love Jeff Goldblum. Well, Jeff Goldblum is from Pittsburgh, so, it's you know, so we got, we got love him. Pittsburgh native. Yeah. Are yeah. you in Philly? Uh, yeah, and I've been okay. to Pittsburgh once, loved it. Like, yeah. Such yeah. a great city. I need yeah. to go back. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we lived yeah. in Philly for a bit. We love Philly. Are you yeah. from Philly? Uh, I'm from Boston, but I've like oh, lived nice. around, in and around Philly for like 10 years. Oh, wow. I was going to do a Boston accent, but I will not. Don't. I will not. It can't be worse than any of the accents from my actual family. So. Boston. Oh, okay. I slipped you know what it was in the past. She just cannot help herself. It's a running thing. I just like, I, and I really can't nail it, but I, I have the confidence she to tries. try at least. I, I mean, I appreciate it. I tried really hard at a young age to like tamper that down, but it comes out like with random words sometimes I love that. too. Yeah, I love that. Um, so are you a big reader? Yeah, I do love okay. reading. I feel like I've been a slow reader this year, but... Um, um, yeah, I think like I always thought more of myself of like a, as a book person. Oh, really? Until, okay. like got really into like mo- like movies a little right. later. Um, but yeah, and like there's so much good. Like once I started getting into like horror fiction, there's right. just so much good stuff. Even now, like some really like new writers that are doing some like some terrifying, really cool awesome yeah. stuff. Yeah. I know. I want to get back into. I dropped off reading for a while, oh, but yeah. maybe the Stephen King thing will get me into it. So really? then, as a reader, what Stephen King book would you recommend? Because just because we're going into Stephen King week here, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the sh- uh, I was going to say The Shining, but I'm like, I haven't read that. That's yes. a lie. Um, <laughs> Never mind. Um, but I mean, The Stand, I think, is so effective and good and interesting. And I also love that miniseries. That's like I one of the ones that... I have yet to see that one. I'm stand. excited. I saw that when it yeah. first came out. Yeah, I have yet to see that one. But yeah. a lot of people, I asked our listeners, and a lot of people said The Stand yeah. for book. Yeah. 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 And it, it's, it's really good. And my mom was really into it. So that was a fun thing for us to like watch and like explore together. Um, mm-hmm. But then Salem's Lot, because that was like one of the first ones I really yeah. got into. And I think vampires maybe sometimes now get a rap for like not being like as creepy and scary, especially as yeah, we try to make them do. like sexy. Yeah. And, I was uh, going to say Twilight really came watch in there Salem's with a, Lot. I was going to yeah. say Salem's Lot. It, yeah. And uh, the book seems pretty scary yeah. too. Even yeah. Fright Night. Um, I think vampires can be so effectively yes. creepy. I love yeah. the vamp. Vampires are probably my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then they but the make, mini the mini series stuff is so good for King because like he is yeah. so like his he has so many like side stories you have like yeah. side quests like in <laughs> his books yeah. a lot yeah. and you can't really explore that in just like a movie I think like yeah, maybe no. like uh, Doctor Sleep is like maybe one of the most successful examples I think of them Ugh. doing Stephen King really well on screen I was gonna say I haven't that. read the book yeah, but I saw that. the the movie and oh my gosh yeah. I loved yeah. it yeah what about the Tommy Knockers was a mini series right the to- yeah yeah Tommy Knockers is not my favorite. I, I won't see lie. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I will not lie. Yeah, it's, it was interesting. The roast of Tommy Knockers. <laughs> 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 that would come up a lot. A lot of people are really excited to talk like Tommy Knockers. Right. So I, okay. I gotta watch mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. yeah, you know that's the one with the green. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think you covered that yeah. for an I episode, did. and I was I like, did. "What the hell is yeah. going on in that?" Sometimes Stephen King just comes out of left field with shit. 
Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we also watched uh, for the watch party, we did Sleepwalkers a couple weeks ago. Oh, and I, was okay. there, I covered that one. That yes. one is wild. She I mean, it's Leo, Leo, right? It's Leo from, from Charmed. Charmed. That's that's the first. I was like, oh, I didn't know that he was in and anything he, like, other than Charmed. Sex with his mom, cat, or something, wasn't it? Yeah, that like was a, a fun. F- yes, yes. But <laughs> the fun, yes, but the fun fact was that the two were really having sex. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, that was a fun fact when I covered it. I was like, what? Did I just read this correctly? Yeah, she was mortified. Did you? <laughs> wow. And she was like way older than him. Not that that matters, but it's like, Laura, stop, stop being jealous. No, you just, <laughs> I mean, that just adds a whole nother level to just right? the creepy incestuous I was stuff say, that's going that on in that one. Oh, wow. <laughs> Real interesting. <laughs> right, yeah. And if oh. I recall the transformations of them into yeah. the cat Not thing, great. were the special they cats? Facts. I don't even remember. Yeah, cat oh people. my gosh. Um, so what are what are like your favorite like 90s movies that you're really excited to like delve into oh man i mean i do love it that probably is is, one of my favorites and that's probably one every halloween that i do reach for Mm -hmm. but i I like dr giggles oh my god i want to see that dr giggles is goofy dr giggles is so goofy yeah Yeah. i'm big on horror comedy so i would say stuff like dr giggles i love my boyfriend's back that is one i feel like not enough people know um and it's just so goofy and then you have like philip seymour hoffman yeah is in oh, there yeah. young and yeah. yeah it's got a good cast and it's just silly but my favorite's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie yeah. I am big on mm. that I, I think, just watched that the other night did you? oh yeah oh my gosh it's so fun it's, oh, it's so, so fun great. but now Luke Perry and Paul Rubens are gone I so know. now it's just gonna be a little and Rucker Howard and Rucker and Howard yeah. Yeah. oh my gosh yeah. no yeah the Hitcher still scares me to death uh, I read a piece recently comparing the Hitcher and Christine which was like Ooh. one of my favorite things to write yeah. uh, yes. they're two of my my, like absolute favorite yes. like movies. Yeah, I love Christine. I oh, love good. Christine. Yeah. Side note: My dad had a truck that w- ran for like thirty years. <laughs> it and he die. called it Christine. It never died. It wouldn't die. <laughs> oh, amazing! But it, 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 it lasted. You guys are okay. So it's <laughs> like it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Rutger Hauer. Mm-hmm. That man is creepy. creepy. That man Ooh. is creepy. But also yeah. like like kind of like but like, like kind of sexy, sexy creepy. Like, he's got those, like beautiful yes. blue eyes. Oh, and that blonde hair. I did, in Buffy the I did a podcast. Yeah. I did a podcast episode on him a while did ago you? and found out that he was like the face of Guinness for a while. So oh, you wow. can find these like insane Rucker Hauer Guinness, Guinness commercials. Really? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. My gosh. We're gonna have to find We're them. doing that immediately after. <laughs> it's amazing. No, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer at the end when they're battling and he's like <laughs> flipping around, I'm like, okay. Yes. Uh, he's so fun. <laughs> he oh is so fun. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite? Like if you had to save one nineties movie like the rest were going to be wiped out and you could take one with you what are you going to take i know okay you can take two oh you can take two okay (laughs) that's still really hard i was gonna uh, say i don't even know i think i would take buffy the vampire slayer yeah i would take that fair um i think like i mean two of like my absolute favorites because there's some like weirder ones that i watched recently that i love like ravenous and boxing helena and stuff but like boxing helena i've seen yeah so so weird Mm, Um, that's the stuff like firewalk with me i think it's just like yes so amazing and i was like i don't know why i need to watch this movie because i was like i know what happens to her and then i was like right oh no this is so important i was gonna say it's 
Yeah. David yeah. Lynch's mind, man. Crazy. Talk about, he's yes. an Aquarius, right? I think what he's a place yes. to live. <laughs> I yeah. was going to say, yeah, we, um, we lived in Seattle for a bit. Yes. So we move around a lot. We move around. <laughs> but so we were near like Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks and Snoqualmie Falls yes. and stuff. And so we, that was my yeah. favorite place to go. We'd go to the Twin Peaks diner and see the waterfall. Yeah. 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 If you're a Twin Peaks fan, I would definitely recommend. I want to go. Yeah. It looks yeah. like just so picturesque and pretty oh, it's too. Beautiful. It's like, stunning. Oh. And you can definitely see why David Lynch like set that there because it has a very specific creepy feel to it like the wilderness and the tree I don't know it just seems very like you could get lost in a black hole or something there yeah Yeah. Yeah. um yeah I guess maybe the other one I'm like stuck between Candyman and the Blair Witch Project because they're both so like foundational yes Um, but I mean like yeah, Different Blair Witch vibes. maybe because I like saw when I was like a little younger and so it did ha- and I remember like the my parents seeing it like I remember yes. like having a babysitter because my parents deal. specifically yeah. went out to see that right. and for some reason it also like kind of became something that was like a funny thing to make fun of when we were younger too Hilarious. so like there was yeah. a Scooby-Doo I was gonna like, say the Scooby-Doo when it was yeah, the was <laughs> That is so funny. And Blockbuster used to have these like thumb movies. I don't know if yes. you remember those. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like the War of the Thumb. Oh my gosh. Yes. And they had the Blair Thumb. And they my sure family did. and I watched it and thought it was so funny. That is oh so gosh. funny. Yeah. They were really ripping on that movie yeah. though. But it was scary. You yeah. know what? You can, you yeah. know, they roasted it, but it was effectively like it was a terrifying movie, especially yeah. at yeah. the time. Like the marketing made you believe that those people were actually yeah. missing. Was it like one of the first found footage? I mean, is that. I think it was like, it's kind of of the found footage holy grail right yeah it really like set the tone and then turned it into something that you know like is now a subgenre which is exactly yeah Yeah. and like Um, the whole thing where the actors didn't know what was going to happen and it was very you know survival-esque just drop you down and yeah so it felt like here's a protein bar those people were actually fucking shit in their pants Um, and so we all were as well yeah. yeah But I think it's worth mentioning, like, because I'm like, I am now a lot into like a international horror and trying oh, cool. to see a lot more of that. And there is yeah. some like great international horror in the 90s, too. Yeah. yeah. I think um, like I think Criterion's been really good about okay. like showcasing some of those like yeah. here, which is a really weird one. OK. Um, yeah. yeah, there's like I, just some some great things, like especially coming out of like uh, yeah. Asia at the time. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would love to mm-hmm. dive into that. I just did. It's not from the '90s, but I just covered Wreck, talking about like found footage. Ooh. That movie, I have not been scared yeah. by a movie. Yeah, it kind of takes you know a lot to freak me out. That yeah. movie, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, because you're combining like you know the zombies and the virus with yeah. the found footage, and it made for yeah. I think like. Yeah. Yeah. She hasn't watched yeah. it yet. No, I don't want to spoil it yet. <laughs> speaking Fair. of yeah, speaking of found footage in the Blair Witch, I, I've told this story, but we went with a group of people I worked with and the theater was packed. Yeah. And so we had to sit in the very front row Ooh. and the moving, oh my gosh. I was so <laughs> nauseous. So that's a fear. And I'm like, I'm gonna Ralph uh-huh. for sure. So that's just have- the Oh, yeah. It must have been such an experience right. to like see that on the big screen in for the, the first theater? time. Like, when, like, oh, I'm so sad yeah. that that's like a piece I missed out on. I you was going to say, yeah, I re- the first time I saw Blair Witch, it was at like my cousin's birthday party. And I remember everyone <laughs> was just like terrified. terrified when that girl starts crying at the end with her boogers. I mean, <laughs> it is funny, but it's also like, damn, yeah, yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, like very like 
Oh, like, I mean, getting lost in the woods is something that could very easily happen. And very like, easily happen. Hold back sure. the supernatural stuff for long enough where you're like, no, this is just playing on some like primal fears. Exactly. Yes. And then that yeah. ending, simple, but holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Impactful. The first time seeing that, you were like, oh my God, I'm not going <laughs> to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. It's very yeah. I like that too. And then you can take Candyman on your yeah. island too. Yeah. I love oh, that. Too. Candyman is definitely Tony Todd. Oof. I love Tony Todd. Yeah. If he's and in that, a horror like, movie, instantly any, in it's the great. trailer, one of my favorite parts from the new trailer we released, because it gives me goosebumps every time I hear him say it. But when he just says, be my victim, I like, oh, like, yeah. oh. just oh, that it's, imagery of him with the bees, like on yeah. his face, just, yeah. and I'm like really yeah. afraid of bees. So then, it yeah. really worked for me. And then them yeah. giving him the cameo in the final destinations was terrifying. I yes. know. Yes. And he does, um, he's the lead in the nineties, Tom Savini. I was going to say, Night yes. of the Living yes. Dead. Yeah, I know. I think yeah. he's like like one of my top. Like, I really Same. hope that we get him for the documentary. Oh, that would be amazing. You know, he's so I, awesome. He's so awesome. I, I could just listen to him talk. Oh I my think, gosh. for hours. Oh yeah, in the interviews and the people that you talk to is just so informative and it's just so nice to hear their takes and their experiences oh, and, yeah. you know it gives you a whole nother spin on the movie like watching it as you know a fan or yeah. a viewer to hear their experiences and what you know encapsulated uh, yeah, yeah. Acting. I just yeah. Uh, I just rewatched The Crow last night and oh. he is also in that and I always forget mm. about that because that oh, kind of yeah. has like a low-key crazy cast but it's um, great I also like I got to see Candyman on the big screen a couple years ago. Um, they played it. It was a double feature with Horror Noir, the, okay. uh, the like, history of like black horror right. documentary yeah. that they did. And it was like watching was the great. documentary yeah. and then watching Candyman like right yeah. after with a group of people was just yeah. so effective. Definitely and memorable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was yeah. going to say yeah, that documentary is great. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, we're excited about the documentary. We really yeah. are. We're thank you for talking to us. Yeah, I of just course. had the thought. I wonder if you're gonna are you, Tom Savini. <laughs> I wonder I if mean, they're gonna talk to Tom yeah. Savini. Wow, oh, I would love that. And oh my god, like, that's I, my uh, wish list. I'm putting thinking him about online. like his school and like you know right. like yeah. Pittsburgh and stuff like that too. Yeah. Like my, I have an 11 year old sister who yeah, is nice. getting into horror, but nice. like actually pretty good at some makeup effects. So yeah. I feel like I'm doing like the like soccer mom thing of being yeah. like, there's a school Tom, <laughs> Tom Savini someday, yes. and he's like, I don't know who that is. Oh my gosh, let yeah. us tell you. <laughs> yeah, we're right by the school here yeah, in Pittsburgh. Right school, and yeah, yeah, it's just so yeah. cool. And yeah, he's got his so like cool. Colossum Studios yeah. does stuff here. But yeah. yeah, I would love to hear him on the documentary that well, I'm gonna have awesome. to come to Pittsburgh and yes. find y'all and say yes. hi. Yeah, <laughs> we can do. hang out. There are some like horror bars and stuff yeah. we could go oh, to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I found a really good place that was like selling like really cheap like DVDs when I was there. And I was like, <laughs> I, I just remember like uh, having to pack like a stack full of them oh because gosh. I was, was like, oh, I was going to say Ides was is it the Ides? best. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I was they like, oh, they a- had like your next for three bucks. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm buy they that. Have so many books, so many Ides VHS tapes, at least they did the last yeah, time posters, I was there. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. We can go gallivanting around yeah. Pittsburgh yeah. and find Shopping all the spooky free. stuff. And of course we have all of George Romero's filming locations here. And you know, we've got the Night of the Living Dead Cemetery. There's so many things here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh and like is, uh, yeah. Romero too is just such a, like such an incredible filmmaker for like yeah. so many reasons, but yeah. especially when you talk about the blend of like social commentary with say, yeah. 
Yeah. He, I think, was like one of the best at oh, doing yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I just covered the see- crazies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see the newer one that he did? The like, sh- the, it was like 45 the minutes. Amusement was, park. They released it on Shudder. Um, is it the amusement yeah. park? The amusement oh, park. Yeah. yeah. She awesome. loved that. I, loved I haven't it. seen that one yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I just could not sing the the praises of that I one. I couldn't, enough. and and we were lucky enough last week to get yeah. to interview George's wife, um, oh, yeah. Suze. Yeah. yeah, and so once uh, she was telling us that, um, like a month before he passed away, a friend had brought that canister over, and she's like, "What's this?" And he's like, "Oh, it's just something I shot as like a ad, or you know." For, it's nothing. It's yeah. nothing. And so then when he passed away and she started Garf, she was like, well, I want to restore this. And so that was wow. their first restoration project. And I think it's phenomenal, you know? Yeah. I think and, it's a phenomenal. And another thing where like... It- he like looks at so many different like people in society too. Mm-hmm. Like I watched, um, Oh, the witch one, uh, hungry wives. It has a couple different oh, names. Okay. Oh, and you're I talking was, about season of the witch. Yeah. That's yeah. One of my and favorites. She, I love that. Yes. Like, oh, you kind of get the like feminist politics, yeah. like really right on some of this too. And yeah. so I'm always just like, so impressed, like yeah. seeing how he's able to pull all of that off in so yeah. many different movies. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you have what he did with the malls and he's talking oh, yeah. about, Dawn you know, the yeah. yeah, it's just, yeah. he, he Consumerism was pretty, and pretty genius at it where, you know, he kind of like, it was obvious enough that you were getting the message, but you were also like, just enjoying a just horror enjoying movie. Just enjoying yeah. a horror movie if you wanted yeah. to. He yeah. really blended it beautifully, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think like I know a lot of horror fans that don't even like talk about the social elements, but yeah. like yeah, love but it like, so much right. for a whole other slew of yeah, reasons. Right. And it's cool right. to just see what sticks out to people because he's right. so iconic. Exactly. Yeah. And then hopefully it will be a gateway if you are just watching it for the horror. And yeah. then maybe you'll the Planting second time seeds. around you'll be like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. 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 Here in Philly, we have Exhumed Films. I don't know if you've like seen them or no. been to any of their mm-hmm. stuff, but they no. um they do a 24-hour horror movie marathon. And one time Ooh. they did uh like college like films that like Romero oh, and Carpenter and like some other people made. And oh, I was like, cool. it is so cool to wow. just see like, like the very clear images and yeah, be like, like where oh, they you're going to, you're yeah. going to work through this in a couple of years and do yeah. something similar. And it's going to be incredible. That. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be so cool. Yeah. Oh, I love and that. And Garf is so cool too. I know they work with Salem Horror Fest, which I yeah. really need to get to. Yes. And Garf is yeah. I love what they I would, do. I know. I want to, I want to go to that too. To Salem Horror yeah. Fest. Yeah. We need to just get in a van and go to all of the like film fests, horror fests. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need that, that to just like fun. be my full time job. I was going to say, I was like, wait, exactly. that actually sounds really fun. Yeah, let's it does. Do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Garf is amazing. They're doing their fundraising right yeah. now. We always end up oh, talking cool. about George Romero. Yeah, we we were like making fun of ourselves the other day. We're like, we can't shut up about George Romero, but. Hey, it's, it's in our much worse things you could talk about. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, where can people order the documentary? Yeah, so uh, you go to 90shorrordoc.com. You can order the documentary, pre-order the documentary there, along with like some really amazing add-ons. Like a, um, we like re-released the 80s doc because that was like really hard to get your hands on. Yeah. Um, So um, yeah, my dad was like, I got the like premium like package (laughs) or whatever. I was like, oh, thanks, dad. That's so cute. Um, (laughs) But yeah, tons of cool add-ons. And there's a lot of cool add-ons. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like the reason the documentary works is because there's such a great fan base that like gives us their like insight and opinions and like, like they're the ones that want this to happen and that's why they're pre-ordering it. And so it's really cool 
just to see that like coming together and yeah. like building something with yeah. like such a diverse and huge community and like exactly. making it something that everyone kind of loves. Like a yeah. shared passion. Yeah. I know yeah, people really do seem to be getting excited. It's mm-hmm. cool to see. And like, this is yeah. like a fan, you know, the fans yeah. are so involved in the documentary. Yeah. It's really cool. Like you said, yeah. to yeah, just have great. that connection. Absolutely. And I'm glad we're talking about nineties horror in this capacity. And, yes. uh, you know, I think like we're starting to have similar conversations about 2000s horror now, Ooh. which is very Oh, I can't wait. Too. Yeah. Oh, involve yeah. me in that conversation too, because I could talk about Josh Hartnett's hair alone. The faculty, <laughs> it's like her favorite. <laughs> I, d- I did a whole episode on how it's magical because it was just mesmerizing. I mean, I mean, he was could, one of like my favorite par- parts of Oppenheimer just because yes. I was like, he has not aged and his outfits are amazing and his hair is also amazing. That was we kind, like, we kind of love Josh Hartnett. <laughs> we yeah. do. Yeah, exactly. But only he could get away with that hair in the early 2000s. I mean, there is something yeah. to be said about it. And then he, you get him in the 90s too with the faculty and yes, stuff. Yes, you do. Yeah. 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 When was H2O? Was that like on the, hmm, I don't know if that was late 90s or was right on the cusp there. I know LL Cool J was involved. <laughs> so. Yeah, now I can't remember because that's one of the few yeah. like Halloweens I haven't actually seen. Oh my gosh, you've not seen H2O. I like that one. Okay, so people people are going to tell you that it's shit, but I'm here to tell you that it's my favorite of the whole bunch. (laughs) I think it's it's so good. I have to look up when it came out. 1998. Oh, that makes me very excited. 98, H2O. H2O came out in oh. 98. Yeah. So it was okay. right on that edge there, yeah. which is my personal favorite. There you go. I, have, oh. I mean, I think like some of those, like, uh, you know, I know like the 80s started a lot of these franchises, but some mm-hmm. of the like 90s entries into them are There's so interesting. And then you get incredible things like New Nightmare and you're like, I was oh, going to yeah. say, okay. yeah. I mean, yeah. there was like a specific cheese factor, like just like the 80s is specifically yeah, cheesy to the 80s. Yeah. The 90s, especially they were trying to bring in some of those like effects and then <laughs> yeah, uh, I just watched made... The Haunting for the first time and I was mm-hmm. like so wow. so the one with Liam Neeson had... are you talking about the one with Liam Neeson yeah it's trash yeah. she um, always tells me trash. it's trash I liked it no. though Laura who what I mean <laughs> I've got Owen Wilson in it uh, that's the yeah, I know Crazy yeah. cast. And actually, someone said yesterday it's like one of their favorite 90s ones. But also, I know a lot of people that were like, oh, I saw that in theaters. And so it was weirdly yes. a foundational so, yeah. movie for oh, a lot of interesting. people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I roasted any chance I, I get. I mean, if you look at the novel yeah. by Shirley Jackson and then the original Haunting yeah. and then this remake and then you go to The Haunting of Hill House. on the, I mean, all, all yeah. of them have their place, I think. And, and that this, one's yeah. obviously at the bottom. <laughs> Shirley Jackson fan yes. as a reader. So, yes. uh, I mean, that original haunting, I think, love is so yeah. great. Yeah. Like the original Love Hill House. Yes. Yeah. But I do also just love being, especially like the 90s remakes, where I'm like, how are we going to like do this in the 90s? Like, right. especially right. Diabolique. Like, that was one where I was like, it's such an effective noir, but then you're like, Oh, but it also makes sense as a cheesy erotic thriller. Okay, yeah, like, that's why we're I was doing this. Say it's just the time period brought yeah. its own like just its yeah. own cheese factor. Yeah. It was magic. It was magic. <laughs> like I, take me back. I'll, I yeah, said it before. I'll say it again. Magical stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right, well, where could people find you? Uh, I'm the neon banshee on most uh, like social media platforms, and uh, Tori Potenza. Uh, I'm a staff writer for Movie John, but you can find my work like in other areas too. Um, you can pre-order the Nottingham Horror Collective. Uh, does these incredible horror zines, and each of them is based around a different tarot card. Um, so we just started pre-orders for the Judgment uh, okay. zine, and I have nice. a feature in there 
on Ooh, cool. uh, on like birthing justice in uh, the brood Lady Snowblood oh, and Prevenge. So okay, yeah. our audience wow. will like that. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. sounds awesome. That's very they're really cool. cool. And they're going to be one of our partners too. So when oh, uh, people get membership cards, you'll be able to get a little discount with Nottingham uh, along with some other really amazing vendors. So be on the lookout Ooh. for that. Yeah. All right. Hey, awesome. I love it. Yeah. Wow. Busy. <laughs> yes. Busy. And you said movie John, right? Like Philly yeah. John. I like love John. that. Yeah. That's the first time I heard that is when we li- uh, lived in Philly. I know. I was she like, was very that? confused for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and that was a weird, I was like, can anyone explain John to me? And they're like, yeah, John says John. And you're like, Okay. <laughs> John is And eventually everything. you get it. John um, is life. John is things. Life. <laughs> we we have a zine. We do a, a quarterly zine for movie John also. Um, yeah. so yeah, I'll uh I'll message y'all. Maybe I can yes. send you a couple yeah, scenes. We'll yeah. like, they're everything. really cool. Oh, yeah, that would be so would be cool. awesome. Hey, we yeah. love talking to you. No, it was, was nice great. meeting you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Have fun at the rest of the fest. Oh, thank you. And I don't think I'll be able to come to the watch party, but like I'll watch it later. And okay. Okay, please yeah. let me know your thoughts. We'll okay. chat about it. Yeah. Awesome. All okay. right. Cool. All right. See you All later. Right. See ya. Bye. Bye.